It's time for Friday Follies, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. And as we get ready to start the bottom of the ninth, it's the Milwaukee Tomahawk 7 and your Chicago Savages 0. Now coming to the plate is Chops Abington, batting 235 on the season with 22 RBIs. While he settles into the box, I want to take a moment to introduce a special guest we'll have with us here in the booth for the next few games, my son. It's great to be here, Pop. Abington takes the first pitch from Beasley for a strike. Son, I haven't seen you since you were born. How have you been? Not bad, Pop. I'm just so excited to reconnect Big swing and a miss. 0-2. Junior here is getting into the announcing game himself. Tell the folks about the little show you'll be doing. Well, it airs right after the game, and it's called... Fastball in the outside corner, and Chops is down looking. That brings up Flappy Peterson. Flappy is 0-3 on the year when facing left-handed pitching after a rain delay with less than two outs. Um, it's called the Bestiary. And it's sort of a fable about... Peterson pops up. The shortstop, Guilfoyle, is under it. Two away. Uh, animals. Animals? Do they talk? Well, yes. Now making his way to the mound is catcher J.D. Tuscaloosa. Strikingly handsome with dark, deep-set eyes. Tuscaloosa is averaging an alluring 337 on the year. And, uh... It takes place at a zoo, and... Tuscaloosa, uh, almost impossibly beautiful, digs into the batter's box and coyly pops his bubblegum. Tuscaloosa is 9 for 17 when down by more than five runs in odd-numbered innings. Sanderson delivers, and J.D. fouls that one away. Anyway, I'm doing the announcements and promos and stuff. You know, like what? you. I'm sorry, son, I wasn't listening. I was tracing the bold jut of J.D. Tuscaloosa's cheekbones with my eyes. No, I just was saying that I'll be announcing, just like... Swung on and belted deep left center field. That ball is gone. Goodbye. A home run for J.D. Tuscaloosa, and the Savages are on the board. I don't know about you folks at home, but the erection I'd achieved when J.D. Tuscaloosa stepped to the plate was starting to flag a bit, while this disappointing and unattractive boy I rejected at birth was trying to compare his audio storybook hobby to my legendary broadcast career. But it's now surging again, straining at my slacks, begging, just begging to be touched. Next up is Poop Scoopman, horrendous baseball player. He barely functions as a fielder, batter, or human being, but let me tell you, I'd be proud to call him son. And he pops up. The pitcher is under it, and the game is over. Junior, want a promo, whatever bullshit you're doing about bunnies or whatever? Um, stay tuned for the bestiary. It is the year and life has lost all meaning. What once was up is down. What once was right is wrong. And those who dare to make a podcast which subversively reanimates the dead art of radio theater are considered dangerous criminal outcasts. Driven into exile, four pungent brigands risk their lives each week to broadcast from a South Seas barge, crudely fashioned from the disintegrating corpse of an ancient titan and several thousand yards of cooking twine to bring you the triumph, the majesty, the sublimity of rude alchemy. Oh, oh, greetings and welcome, boys and girls. I am so excited to begin my first professional experience after all 
honing my craft at the famed Narration Conservatory in Milan. Allow me to introduce myself. Who am I? I am your storyteller. What do I do? I tell you a delightful story, of course. What story should we tell this time? Well, let's, let's take a look at our story shelf and see. Why? What's this one? Ooh, look! It's called The Bestiary. A story about brave little beasts tucked away in a happy little zoo. I wonder what these crazy critters will get up to. Let's find out, shall we? Please enjoy the first episode of The Bestiary. begins at the zoo. All the children have gotten off their school buses to visit the animals. Have you ever been to a zoo? What kind of animals did you see there? Hmm, probably hippos and elephants and tigers and bears. Well, this zoo has them too. It also has a proud lion. Hey kids, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna stay on this island thing for a little I mean, I'm, I'm impressive enough just to sit here looking stoically into the distance, right? The zoo was also home to a tortoise. They feed me strawberries because my beak has been getting brittle. And a proud little peacock. See these other fools stuck in their boxes? I get to roam the walkways like the bad boy I am. Don't chase me! Look at this crazy bird. It's just running around. Let's try to hit it with rocks. Stop! Stop! Just because I'm not stuck in some crummy cage doesn't mean you can throw rocks at me. Hey, Peacock. What do you think about my island now? Lion, your island is surrounded by a deep, empty moat to prevent you from leaping over the plexi barricades and mauling one of these little buggers to shreds. Look at your shiny feathers. Yeah, my feathers are shiny. How else am I supposed to get a peahen to suck my- Fall in love with him? How else is he supposed to get a peahen to fall in love with him? Oh boy, this peacock sure is feisty. Have you ever had someone fall in love with you? No, no, I I probably shouldn't ask that kind of question. (laughs) Because of course you have. Mother and dad. Man, do I miss shaking my plumage for my pee head. Hey, hey, they're trying to corral me with trash cans. Stay away, stay away. Tortoise, tortoise, I'm coming into your enclosure. Hmm? I'm coming into your enclosure. I'm in your enclosure. Oh, oh, it's so nice in here. So safe. Hey, is underkeeper Terry hand feeding you gigantic leaves of lettuce? Yes, they hand-feed me all my food because I'm impossibly cute, right, Underkeeper Terry? 
There, there, slow Henry. <laughs> you love your gigantic leaves of lettuce, don't ya? <laughs> slow Henry? Shut up. Slow Henry? Knock it off. <laughs> Man, I should come in your enclosure more often. Say, slow Henry, looks like Priscilla is coming to say hello. <laughs> Who the hell is Priscilla? I hope Shania doesn't get jealous. Who the hell is Shania? Shania is my mating partner. The lady tortoise? How come you're the only one with a mate? I haven't seen my peahen in so long. I don't think she has anything to worry about, Slow Henry. Priscilla couldn't handle you. <laughs> Is he? Huh. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, I'm a peacock, Underkeeper Terry. My gender is indicated right in my name. Peacock. Cock. Cock, cock, cock. Meanwhile, the lady tortoise, whom Underkeeper Terry dubbed Shania, approached. You guys talking about me? Hmm? What? No, no, we were... What are you guys doing? Uh-oh. Here comes Shania. <laughs> you better watch out, Priscilla. My name is not Priscilla. Ow! Got him. I got that crazy bird with my walk. Okay, kid, you want to see talons? I'll show you some talons. The peacock charged the boys, hissing and flashing his plumage. But Underkeeper Terry saw the potential PR nightmare in the making and swept the ornery bird away with a large swath of the tortoise's gigantic lettuce. Oh, no, you don't, Priscilla. We can't have any more incidents. The peacock leapt upon the fence, dodged the swath of lettuce, caught a fortuitous updraft, and flapped mightily, climbing higher still before coasting down to the lion's island. Well, well... Look who just couldn't stay away from my island. Oh, shut up, lion. These lousy kids were chasing me all over. They hit me with a rock. Every day it's the same. Run away from kids by the souvenir shop. Run away from kids by the restroom modesty fence. Run away from kids by the peacock who ran away from kids too near Zoo Boulevard and was struck by a fast-moving car memorial. The same for me, actually. Ignore kids who slap the plexi barricade and solemnly beckon me with a come-hither finger. Ignore kids who try to climb the plexi barricade because their parents are on a field trip and for once, just once, can relax and breathe and not have to track every single terrible thing the kid does and can sit, maybe, on a bench and have a conversation with another adult who isn't his or her spouse. Ignore Underkeeper Terry when he crawls into the chute underneath my stone so he can deliver a giant T-bone steak on a white dinner plate. Shh, shh. I think he heard me. Back up, back up. Damn kids. I would have eaten them. Yeah, no doy. You're a predatory land mammal with massive teeth and claws. So what did you do with the plumage and hiss routine? Yeah, I shook my plumage so it hissed. I would have eaten them. Or had my pride of lady lions eat them. And then I would have come up and, like, buried my face in the bloody haunch. So my face would be all bloody for the rest of the day. Oh, it looks so cool, man. Yeah, cool. But you don't have a pride of lady lions. And you don't have a lady cock. Uh, that's, that's not right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A she-cock. Nope, nope, nope. She's called a peahen. And no, I don't. I used to, but, you know. Come to think of it, I... I had a lioness once as well. And there's only one person who knows where they went. Shh, 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 shh. 
And he only comes out at night. Quiet now. Let's not think about the night. Let's just enjoy the island, shall we? Liam, get down from there now. And so all day the animals entertained the little children. And when the buses packed the kiddies up and left, the animals settled down for the night. The tortoise in the nest of his enclosure, the lion in the cave at the back of his island, the peacock in the roost above the restroom modesty fence. This would be the time for the nocturnals, the bats, the beavers, the capybara, the skunk and the slow loris, the kinkajou and the bush baby, the bilby, the binturong, the mink and margay, Hoffman's two-toed sloth, the western woolly lemur, the spectacled bear, the white-faced storm petrel. Though this was largely a crepuscular bird and turned to nighttime activity only when caring for its hatchlings, uh, sorry, I, I, uh, your storyteller has a has a passion for rare or otherwise unusually classified animals. Also, none of these things lived at the zoo. I just think they're interesting, you know? <laughs> Instead, the walks that wound between the cages went empty, save for the lone night watchman. I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. Is he still singing that? Oh, for the love of... I'm trying to sleep. I'll show him what love is. She knows what I'm talking about. Oh my god, you better stop. Are you talking to the lady tortoise? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I can't really see. There's there's no light by your enclosure. Yeah, I made a joke about showing the night watchman what love is. Oh, because you and the lady tortoise are essentially always in a state of incredibly slow and awkward copulation that involves you crow-grunting in high, pathetic gasps, no matter the time of day or the number of small children watching. Yeah. Hey, are tortoises, like, always, always in, in heat? heat? Yeah. Man, we've had, like, three peacocks, but you know what we haven't had in, like, forever? A, a peahen. peahen. Yeah, peahen. Yeah. Yeah, peahen. Yeah. Have I mentioned? Yeah. Have I mentioned I miss her deeply? Yeah. Well, good night, everybody. What's love got to do? Got to do with it, babe. What's love got to do? Got to do with it. What's love got to do? Got to do, got to do, what's love got to do, got to do, really? got to do. Seriously? God. Yeah, all these love songs. Not even, just the, the singing. It's bedtime. Really? You're really going to do this right now? The night watchman just grooved along, tapping a beat on his walkman, oblivious to the animal's protestations. I have to confess, boys and girls, I am greatly relieved that the animal's expressed anxiety of the night is only due to a mildly, if not comically, antagonistic character preventing them from getting sleep. I was worried our story might get a little scary. (laughs) Creatures! What? What was that? Oh, creatures! I just called... To say, 
I love you. I just call to say how much I care. Creatures! Oh, but it's Mr. Zookeeper. Then, descending from the offices built into the side of the false hill, a tall figure emerged wearing a long red trench coat. He stopped on oxblood boots, a white rabbit's foot dangling from a chain about his wrist. This was the zookeeper, who watched from his perch by day and only roamed the grounds at night. Dave? Yes, Mr. Zookeeper, here I am. I know where you are. I can hear your jive music from across the gosling's fairway. Which of our creatures has been naughtiest today? Well, uh, according to Underkeeper Terry's report... I've read the report. I'm asking you. Oh. Well, Mr. Zookeeper, I, uh... Have you been thinking more about your earworming jitterbug? Your lovesick jiggle-joggle? A bird gets lonely in the zoo at night. And why should he, surrounded by so much thrumming vivacity? Breathe, Dave. Just breathe. Can't you almost taste it? The musk, the savor... More potent than monkey flower, more rousing than tiger children, dewy as a pangolin's quim. Uh, yeah. Well, I've been listening to some rock and roll music. I heard the lion was rather pompous today, avoiding the patrons at all costs. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, please. Of course, the tortoise enjoyed a day of eating lettuce and rutting with his mate in front of the children. This is every day, but I am afraid of you. And of course, the peacock charged and nearly clawed some of the smallest, most indefensible angels. <gasps> they were throwing rocks! Oh, I did it! I'm sorry! But no, I think the prize for naughtiest creature goes to... Shania. Oh, thank God. The tortoise? What? The female Centrocellus solcata, yes. No. Wow, was not expecting that. Fetch the dolly. Uh, I thought you said Shania. I did. But dolly is a dromedary. The dolly to move Shania. Dromedaries are pack animals, but I don't know if dolly's going to be able to move Shania. What's going on? She's like a hundred pounds of pure mayhem. Excuse me, mister? No, just kidding. What's happening? Shania, the zookeeper named you naughtiest creature. Uh-oh. Go! Go, Shania! Shania! Go, Shania! Hey! Faster! 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 Tortoise! Tortoise! What the hell are you doing? Tortoise! Are you seriously trying to mate right now? Yeah. Tortoise! Tortoise, you're weighing her down! She'll be all right. I'll be fine. This is ridiculous. And the zookeeper is there. With a camel? I'm a dromedary. And I'm a smorty boardy. I know. I know, right? Sweetie, you're a camel. And you're a jerk. Lion, actually. King of the jungle. I'm from the desert. Well, that explains a lot, actually. Get this dromedary back to its cage. But you said... Dave, Dave, look at me. Look at my face. If you don't start wheeling that female tortoise into my office in 30 seconds, I'm going to start feeling very disturbed. Yes, very disturbed indeed. Do you understand? 
Yes, Mr. Zookeeper. Good night, creatures. Sleep tight. Ooh. Ooh. Uh. My word, I, uh. I, I, I did not think that we. Would, that you, boys and girls, would witness such, uh. I, I, I'm sorry. We don't actually know what he. But still, I, I feel the need to. to. Well, this is most unexpected. Not a story that I'd want to tell. And yet, as your storyteller, I must carry on. I must. The animals, as you can imagine, slept little. They curled in their cages and and shivered the night away. In those fitful pre-dawn hours, a sudden cry from the outside world shrilled across the zoo. Oh! A beautiful tawny owl flicked its feathers in descent and settled onto the branches overlooking the souvenir shop. Holy crap, what are you? I am the tawny owl, come to save you from a life of shame. Hey, Peacock, is that your pea-she? No. She's kind of cute. Thank you, I am a man-owl. Lion, you should listen too. All you poor slaves, heed the tawny owl's cry. Yo... What's all the noise? It's a tawny owl, Tortoise. Hey, Tortoise, are you mating with that waterproof rock-shaped speaker? She was looking at me like she wanted it. And Shania not even one night forcibly removed from your enclosure. Yeah, Tortoise, give it to that much smaller Tortoise. (laughs) It's not a much smaller Tortoise. Oh, armadillo? Horseshoe crab? It's a speaker. A what now? It's a waterproof, rock-shaped speaker. Like what they play the music from? Is that where that music comes from? <sighs> to be honest, I thought it was Underkeeper Terry gently singing in a chute under my stone. Oh, he definitely heard me. <laughs> Animals, I, the tawny owl, have come to deliver you from the evils of this place. Day after day, I watch you toil for the children. And night after night, I watch you writhe under the zookeeper. I have watched for too long, and am here now to deliver you from your bondage. Know that there is a world beyond this place. A world where you are free to roam, hunt, and graze wherever you please. A world where you decide when to eat and sleep and play. A world where your mates won't be forcibly taken night after night. A world where... Say the thing about the mates again. In the world beyond, you will have your choice of mates. There are untold numbers of potential mates waiting to be discovered. You, lion, can leave your cage, stalk the savannah, and find a pride of lionesses. You, tortoise, you can flee your enclosure, sun yourself in the wetlands, and raise a clutch of hatchlings. And you, peacock, though you are free to roam the walkways of this place, you have never been able to o'erleap these walls. Journey forth, spread your plumage, and find your peahen. But how can we journey forth? These others don't have wings, and I cannot fly high enough. Seek the word of the old ones. They will help you. Be free! And with that, the tawny owl lifted its coppery wings and flew into the rising sun. World? Outside? Yeah, I don't follow. Don't you understand? There's more than just this place. We've just never seen it. We were all born here. We'll all die here. But that owl, that beautiful... Merciful Tawny Owl has shown us the light. Ah, that's actually the sun. (laughs) Even I know that. I'm using figurative language! So, now what? Don't you want to see Shania again? Yeah. And Lion? 
Don't you want to see your lioness? See or like do, <laughs> right? Am I right? I love you so much. So what do you say? Let's, Let's do, do it. it! Will the trio be able to escape the zoo? What exactly are the Tawny Owl's motives? Do you think the zookeeper really... Well, you know, with, with Shania. Find out on the next episode of The Bestiary. is brought to you by 45-Minute Poops. Use the first 10 seconds for 98% and the last 44 minutes and 50 seconds for the remaining 2%. Well, boys and girls, I, I, I have to say, my first time telling a story on my own did not go how I thought it would, but that's okay. Mother always said things don't always go your way, even if you did put a nickel under your cornflower on St. Boniface Day. My mother, that is. I don't know what your mother tells you. Anyway, I, I just thought we would be hearing a nice story, one about animals whose primary motivation was driven by something other than copulating. That's not all animals think about, is it? Not that you should know the answer, boys and girls. I, I'm just... Well, I... I guess I'm... I'm just sort of working through my anxieties out loud. Oh, probably not the best method for the fellow in charge of telling the story. <laughs> oh, but thanks for joining us. Goodbye. Rude Alchemy is Mr. Thomas Hodgkin, Mr. Andrew Kane, Mr. Andy Werner, and Mr. Ryan Wellen. The Bestiary Story by Rude Alchemy with Mr. Kane as lead story editor. This episode written by Mr. Kane and edited by resident sound designer Mr. Michael Hahn. Featuring the voices of Rude Alchemy. Music composed by Mr. Benjamin J. Robb. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter and please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. To support Rude Alchemy and gain access to exclusive bonus content, including blooper reels from every season, visit RudeAlchemy.com slash support. Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or iHeartRadio today. There's eight different podcasts, one for each day of the week and genre. And the Mutual Audio Network broadcast feed so you don't miss a day of your favorite shows. Subscribe to Mutual Audio tonight. Good night.